Welcome to the 10 Minute Life Lesson Podcast. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. When this timer hits 9 minutes and 55 seconds in this recording, you'll have a fully developed life lesson that you can take with you and begin immediately implementing. The podcast falls under the umbrella of my greater personal development efforts, all under the Your Better You brand. For information on accountability coaching or to gain access to tools, tricks, or life hacks, visit yourbetteryou.info. Thank you for joining me on the journey today. Now, here is this week's life lesson. I remember a lot of the motivational speakers that came to talk to us during my high school years. It was kind of weird, the ones that came in while I was overseas in Germany because it was kind of a hard get. But when I went moved back to the States and I didn't realize that at the time there was a real market for seemingly random people to come give auditorium speeches. But there were a good number of motivational speakers going through my high school, even a small rural school that I went to. And one of the speakers that really stuck out was, and this is how now I've learned in the actual business, how it's all about your catchphrase. One of the speakers had a catchphrase, which was pretty simple and pretty unique for the time for being a high schooler. It was basically, be mindful of what you're advertising. And there were two distinct things he would mark off on that case. One was what you ladies are wearing and how you men are swearing. Essentially, the main message came down to be careful of the persona that you're showing off in public, because if that's not who you are in real life, no one will believe who you are in real life. It's basically the whole crying wolf thing. If you're always showing off that you're a certain person, when you try to be someone else, which is actually your real personality, people won't initially get it. You have a hard time trying to rebuild that new trust as basically a totally new person. While the words that were said can be seen in today's language as more of an insult, essentially telling people they can't wear what they want to wear, it is still a very solid point of view. Be careful what you advertise. Be careful what you have as a public persona. Be careful of the face, the mask you wear out in public. This is something that is really true for people who are actual performers and actors. If you remember back in the days when soap operas were the thing, uh, so many soap opera stars who were playing villains a lot enjoyed playing the villain until it got to the point where someone who got so involved in a storyline would see the person on the street and recognize them as the villain and come up to them and usually say nasty things to them or some of them actually assault them because they did something wrong to that good character on the show. This is something that's a... It became a very common saying for people who were in the business, but it was something they always sort of laughed at and enjoyed because it was a nature of the business. It was just part of what happened from playing those certain roles. People will tend to associate them with that role as opposed to a character that's being played or an actor who is playing the character, and they'll just, their emotions take over and they just roll with it. This happens to people all the time in real life. And this is why it's very important to not put up a front unless you really want to put up a front or feel a need to put up a front. Uh, If you believe you're in a workplace that is kind of harsh, kind of just rough, and in order to kind of survive with the dudes, and this is mostly in dude situations, you've got to put a tough skin, a a thick skin on and kind of work with it. That's fine. 
Now, granted, as I said earlier, the times we live in make things a bit more uh, softer overall. So if you're in a place where you're really being assaulted and just being harassed, then don't be there or tell somebody what's going on. But if you're in a workplace that really is high pressure and a lot of things going on and they tend to uh, chew up people who can't keep up, you may have to put up a front of being tough and a little less sensitive to get through the early days until you pick up and take pace. But if you are in a situation where you don't have to put up this front, if you're putting up a front to just basically keep people out of your way and it works, people stay out of your way. Don't be surprised when you're not invited to the after work parties, because if you're closing off yourself to the world, then why should the world try to open itself up to you at some random time? Because you've already told everyone you don't want to be a part of what's going on. As an extreme introvert and a really focused person when I work, I deal with this personally basically every single day. And by deal with it, I mean I actually deal with it. I force myself to interact with people. I walk around the building and talk to different people in different situations. If there's a question that can be easily answered by email, sometimes I choose to walk to the person and talk to them directly. If it's a simple question, if it's a long, drawn-out question, I'll do the email anyway because I want to have that background there. I force myself to have random conversations with random people I don't normally talk to, and I put candy in my office to bait people to come and see me at times because I know me and I know how hard it is to interact with people. So even though I do get annoyed by random interruptions, I also invite some interruptions just to be a part of the crew, part of the team so that I don't get left out when things are going on and other people don't feel like I'm imposing on them when I ask him stuff because we already have a relationship. We're already friendly enough. We can add those conversations and go those way. So you have to be careful. Yes, you have to be careful in how you advertise yourself for those two reasons. The original reasons, you know, how the women are dressing and how the men are swearing is one thing. You don't want to put up a bad example of yourself, a bad face, a bad facade uh, that's going to turn people off in general because that's how you're going to get the friends that you have a hard time getting when you're an adult. Trust me, finding more friends as an adult is hard enough. Finding more friends as an adult when they think you're a jerk or they think you might be a little too stuck up is a totally different animal. So once you learn what it takes to kind of work the social norms, be in that social norm. And ladies, make sure I want to make sure you understand this. I'm not telling you not to dress any way you want to dress. I'm not saying that any unwanted attention by another person is warranted by what you're dressing. That's not the point we're getting at. But for anyone who's trying to put on a more professional look at work, flip-flops and sneakers may not be the way to go. So think of it that way. So how you dress is a thing. You can dress and wear whatever you want that makes you feel comfortable, as long as it is not obviously or overtly distracting or inappropriate. And like I said, it's basically about looking the part of what you're going for, looking professional, or being too professional in a place where things are casual, because then you can throw people off that way as well. The men and the swearing, how you act, how you interact, how you are interpersonally is a thing. And that's not a men or women thing as well. That's just the example that was nice and easy to use for a 11th grade understanding to get from some guy working his way up the talking circuit. How you speak, your diction, your writing, your tone 
it all makes a difference out there. And yes, the grammar Nazis out there in social media are a thing that you probably want to avoid anyway. But it's not so much about the people out there you don't know. It's really about the people that you do know and you want to impress. Don't try to dumb down anything you say because you think it's going to make yourself endearing to a certain person. Never try to make yourself less than you are. Never dumb yourself down. Never play dumb, period. That's something I always focus on. Uh, so never try to play yourself up as well. Never try to overplay where you are. But it's very important to never try to downplay who you are and how you are because you are a unique person. You have every right to be as unique as you can be. And if you're a little salty in your language, if that's who you want to be, make sure you stay consistent. Don't try to do it to impress someone and then someone finds out that you're not or the vice versa. And the most important thing about advertising yourself is essentially have the real you be on display as much as possible. Because if people know how to approach you as the real you all the time, you won't have anyone in any type of odd situation where they don't know how to address you, how to deal with you, how to talk to you how to be around you. If you are a shy person and you really don't like a lot of personal interaction, that's okay to do and that's fine to be, but don't be surprised if a lot of people don't know how to interact with you. You may have to do some extra explanation on how to have communication with you. Like I said for myself, I put myself out there on purpose so that I don't have to do the extra stuff and a lot of people don't understand just how shy and introverted I am because it seems like I'm talking all the time. I'm in a business where I'm talking all the time, so essentially I have to put that up there kind of as a front, but I have to also live it as well. So be careful what you're advertising, and don't take that as a dismissive statement. Just be careful about the front you're putting out there and the face you're showing the public because it's important to be who you are, not pretend to be one thing in one situation and another thing in a total another situation and have the two converge and cause issues on that end. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Thank you so much for uh, getting out there and doing something. A lot of people couldn't figure out how to get up and get out of bed today, and you did that and did something. Even if it seems rather trivial by listening to a podcast, you're out there trying to get a little bit better every single day, and I appreciate you for helping me out by listening and doing your thing, helping yourself out in the process as well. If there's anything I can help you with, it's easy to find me. Of course, you, I'm helping you with this podcast, I hope. And we have two podcasts that do this. From the yourbetteryou.info site, there is the 92nd version, more or less of this, called Steps to Your Better You, and the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast, which now offers up about nine and a half minutes of actual content, actual ability to get you get up and do something, a life lesson you can take along with you right here, right now. Uh, you can check those out at, as the web, said website, is yourbetteryou.info. You can email me directly at yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com, and you can check out the website for information on how to get more contact with me either through coaching uh, for something as small as accountability coaching or full-fledged day-to-day check-ins we can do all that stuff uh, find what you're looking for at the website yourbetteryou.info you can email me directly for my other projects at jclevenpain at gmail.com or check out jclevenpain.net and see what's going on there. It's uh, rather chaotic, but we're going to do our best to keep that going uh, a bit more organized coming in the future. 
as we said, this thing does not happen without you listening and you sharing and you being a part of the team. So, number one, thank you for listening today. Make sure you are subscribed on whatever podcatcher you love because we're pretty much everywhere you're looking for. We can you can find us Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker. Uh, we're on Anchor as well, so you can find all of us any place you want us. We are there. Google Podcasts, of course. You can also share the podcast with other like-minded people, people who are working on developing themselves, being a little bit better every single day, so that we have a greater group of people. In the batch for greater conversations, that's always great as well. And if you want to leave a rating and review, that's awesome as well. Apple Podcasts is a great place to do that. It's for people who are looking and reviewing what's going on there. It's social proof. It's, it doesn't so much help us get found, but for when people do find us, they see more about us, and that's very great out there as well. Uh, social media, of course, follow us at Your Better You underscore Your Better You on Twitter and Your Better You on Facebook. And of course, just be here next week. Thank you so much for being here this week. Next week, we'll have another great lesson. As we said, nine minutes and 30 seconds worth of content before the 10-minute mark is up. You will have a life lesson. You can put the work right now. So today, I hope that you're ready to put the work on scrubbing that facade and being one person you're advertising from this point on. And if you need more help, just reach out to us. This is the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast, and it's brought to you by yourbetteryou.info.